Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Tuesday afternoon. I'm really excited to be chatting with our next guest, our final guest of today. We're joined on Zoom uh, by Radio 3 presenter Karen Coe, who's still in quarantine. Karen, how are you doing? I'm uh, still in quarantine. I have three more days to go. I'm still uh, on Zoom, like many other people. That's my only, well, apart from FaceTime, Signal, Telegram, WhatsApp, Messenger. Uh, that's my only mode of communication with people. I know. Um, we, I was meaning to do a, a catch up with you last week, just to you know do a week by week sort of progression. But last week, instead, we had you on the Agenda Cafe, which was great. But we didn't get a chance to sort of check in with you um, because I think you're um, you're you're the first person I've spoken to in that twenty day twenty one day quarantine who's reached this far at the end of the quarantine. And I never really spoke to anybody at the oh, tail end yeah. of the quarantine. Um, and and well, and. You've done the 14-day one as well. How are you feeling today? Um, I'm. I just can't wait for it to end. Honestly, I, I have to say, I did pretty well the first 14 days, maybe even the first 15 days, 16. And uh, yesterday, day 18 was just awful. I just felt this is way too long. I can't wait to get out of here. And the weird thing is. I, I felt like I was affected by the weather, even though I can't feel any weather effects in here. I have this big window, as most hotels do, so you can see out the window. And because it was a little bit overcast and the sun was coming in and out yesterday, I just I just found it very hard to be motivated to do anything. So I, I actually had some work in the morning. I had to do an interview. Uh, we had some technical problems, which was a sort just of... Just added to it. Yeah. Yeah, just added to just added to the pressure, the the stress, and I was worried that we wouldn't be able to finish. And then I just didn't want to deal with it for the rest of the day. I, you know, I had lunch. I scrolled and surfed the internet and Instagram, as you know, that can fill many hours. And I finally had to force myself to do some exercise. It was about four o'clock. I did it for something for 20 minutes that was guided online because I couldn't self-motivate to just do my own thing, which normally I don't have a problem with. Yeah, you're really and motivated. I've known you for many years. You're really good with your own company and sort of keeping yourself busy. I mean, those of you who join us on Facebook Live right now, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3, you'll be able to see Karen in quarantine with a drum set behind her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the drum set has been my savior. I really have enjoyed having it here so much because I can just get on it anytime. And you can see I have a music stand, so I have all the scores from years ago or recently that, that I use. Plus, I've just been jamming out to songs and it's been such a mental health, you know, sort of relief to be able to just have some fun and, you know, do something that you enjoy and also, you know, get better, you know, have some practice time. But I really did find yesterday was really hard to get motivated. So after I did my exercise, I took a bath for about 45 minutes. <laughs> Until your skin was peeling. Yeah, exactly. I was a prude. And, you know, it's just a way to pass the time. And yeah. then thankfully, it was, you know, nearly six o'clock. And it was, it's just, I don't know, I don't know how to describe the feeling, but it, it's, it is almost like a, a physical weight that just makes you feel like I can't, I don't want to get up, I can't, I don't want to move. It's so difficult. And you really have to mentally find the yeah. energy 
to get yourself there. Otherwise, you could just sit in bed, watch. I didn't even, I couldn't even really focus on watching TV last night. So wow. I, when my dinner came, I did watch a series that, that I've been watching. I finished that. And then I probably watched four other things and just couldn't settle into any of them. Yeah. And then, you know, by midnight, I, I felt like, great, the day is almost over. And, you know, now I can <laughs> go to sleep. Uh, yeah. So today has been better, but I think there's always these these walls that you hit and everybody is different. But for me, yesterday, day 18 was definitely, definitely a wall that I just felt kind of miserable. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry you're going through this and, and feeling like this, Karen. It, it sort of made me think about, you know, people who live by themselves, um, old people who live by themselves who just can't really go out at all, how isolating that must feel and, you know, to not have yeah. that contact. Um, it, yeah, yeah you, it, you know, that's really close to my heart with my grandma and, and stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It definitely, even though you can talk to people it's not the same. like we are doing, it's just not the same thing. And you you just feel all right that time that you have you you interact and you, you share stories etc but then once you hang up you're so aware of being alone again and then in you know in my case and people other people who are in quarantine yes you know it's going to end at a certain time but you know for people who live like this i think it's really hard because you have to make so much effort i i have to say on a daily basis, I'm very lucky that a couple of people, apart from my own family, a couple of other people, friends will check in. They'll just call me out of the blue or send me a message, which is really nice because it's very easy to feel like I've been forgotten, forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> in this little cube room and nobody cares or nobody's you know thinking about me. So that is really, you know, heartwarming to know mm. that people are just out of the blue, maybe are thinking about you. Yeah. Uh, but if if it doesn't happen, then you really have to make an effort to reach out to people and say, hey, hi, want to have a chat? Or, you know, do you have time? Or just, you know, looking forward to seeing you, anything like that. And it is quite um, a mental and emotional effort to, to do that. So, and I think that's why also so many quarantinees are on social media all day, because that makes you feel like you're connected to the outside world. So. You can you can share things. For example, yesterday there was a lot of stuff on social media about the Super Bowl, which I couldn't watch because I was working at the time. But something like that, it's a small thing. But if everybody shares in it, you feel like, oh, you're somehow connected because you were watching it at the same you're time. You're part of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, we are on Facebook as well. Um, Andrew says, uh, this is Karen's second time in hotel quarantine, isn't it? If so, how is it different from several months ago, apart from longer? And he also adds, any complaints about the drumming? <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, I haven't had any complaints from other quarantine residents about drumming and I've been I've been aware of trying not to you know hit the pads too loud because even though I'm wearing headphones of course there's going to be sound here from when you, you do hit the rubber pads but sometimes I just feel like oh to hell with it I'm just going to play the way I want to play and if anybody complains then what are they going to do no one's going to come in my room you know nobody's going to 
take the drum kit away from me. So kind of, you know, I guess have a selfish moment where you feel like I'm just going well, to have to do what I want headphones, to do. You're wearing headphones, so yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not yeah, like it's, that they're hearing the drums sense. itself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the difference, a, a lot of the difference comes in <laughs> the very important thing of being able to open a window, which I can't hear, and in my previous stay I could, and I'd say that makes, I, I would not stay in an, another hotel if I had to do this again that where I could not open the window mm-hmm. because having some source of fresh outside air coming fresh air, room, yeah. Yeah, and also being able to hear the outside world is makes a huge, huge difference. So I think physically being in an air-conditioned room for all for this long, it just makes you so dehydrated. That's one thing. And you've, and the silence when, when there's nothing going on is overwhelming. So being able to open a window and hear the outside world makes a huge difference, which is probably something we don't appreciate on a day-to-day basis, but the world is noisy. And even if in your home, you'll have a window open or you will hear cars going by or just the general hum of traffic. But in here in, in, and in most hotels, you have this thick, double paned, uh, double glazed windows designed to make it quiet. And it's just so quiet. It's kind of oppressing. Kind of eerie. Oppressive. Yeah. And you can sort of hear that silence in your ears. And um, I know they say it's deafening, but it really is. It kind of deafening. Yeah. It, I, I was surprised because I don't think I've ever really experienced this on a long, you know, long term time frame, But if you really have nothing, no other source of noise coming, you know, in your room, for example, the radio or playing music, it is deafening. And you, yeah. it's almost like you feel like the silence is closing, closing in, in on you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's definitely one difference. I, I would, I would just refuse to stay in a place where I couldn't open the windows again. Um, so that's, that's one thing. The, ironically, the length has been interesting because I felt like the, first 14 days this time around passed faster than the whole 14 days last time around. Uh, and maybe that was just my You're own. So busy. You kept yeah, I was busy. very busy. Yeah. I got, I got very busy in the first two weeks and maybe it was also just you mentally, you reset your expectations. So, you know, I'm going into this for three weeks and maybe you you mentally pace yourself so that you, you don't allow yourself to feel it so much but being busy definitely helped because <laughs> it just sucked up a lot of hours of the day where I, I was you know occupied with with something that I was physically doing so so that definitely helped a lot and then the other thing the other complaint I would have is about this particular place is the food is terrible <laughs> and I've tried to work with the hotel to make it better and it's gotten marginally better, but it's still pretty bad. Because the last time we and, spoke, you said there was no greens. That's so weird. No, no so now I, 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 every second day I get a box of greens because I complained about that, but they still don't change the menu week to week. So whatever you choose on week one, you're going to see it again on week two and again on week three because that's the That's menu. That's the way that, it is. Oh. Yeah. And funnily enough, last night, a customer service person called me to get my feedback. So I gave them a lot of feedback about various things like the windows and also the food. You're and probably I just really... happy to have somebody on the phone with you. You're like, I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to chew your <laughs> ear off. 
<laughs> it was funny because she said, oh, do you have any complaints or anything? And I said, well, yeah, I'll start with the food. And that first, that was all I was going to say. And then as I was talking, I found all these other things to complain about as well. <laughs> um, but it was, it was quite... It was nice to be able to give feedback. At least they're and it'll improve feedback. the experience for 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 people who are coming into quarantine. I mean, if I was to go into a quarantine into a hotel, I'd really I'd be surprised to not have any greens with my meal. You know, yeah, it's just shocking it, to hear that. It's quite it's quite interesting because it seems like some some hotels are preparing their food in house, and then some hotels I think are getting boxes delivered from other catering places i'm not really sure what the mix is and some hotels have wonderful food you know they, you, my friends have sent me pictures and i'm jealously looking at their meals going wow why can't they do that here um of course depending on what your budget is and and what kind of hotel you're at it's going to be different but uh, you know i'm at a relatively expensive good hotel and i'm if this was the ho the food they normally provide to guests nobody would be would be eating here that's for sure so yeah so that's definitely you know, been one thing that's that's been noticeable so i interestingly i said to her last night you must have noticed other guests ordering in a lot from delivery services and she said yes actually quite a lot so it's not like they're not aware of it maybe they just you know, are, are not ready or not willing or to, to do something about it yet. Exactly. And it's food waste. You know, if people have ordered in and, and you and, and those food are coming in through the hotel, but then they're ordering out at the same time, then people can't eat two lunch boxes or dinner boxes um, at yeah, the same so time. I've cancelled I've cancelled a lot of meals in the last three days. Like I cancelled my lunch and dinner yesterday. Today, I asked if they could make me a club sandwich instead of the thing that was on the menu, which was a fried rice, which I've already eaten twice before. And they said, yes, let me check with the chef. And then they said, uh, they came back and said, it'll cost $198 extra. And I just thought, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. For a club <laughs> so I ordered something else from a delivery service because, you know, I, I just thought that was pretty unreasonably priced for what it was going to be. Not at all. Yeah. Um, very quickly, Karen, I wanted to ask you about the testing procedure. So before we know that um, with 14 day quarantine, you get sort of tested on day 11 and then again on day 14. What's it like with a 21 day quarantine? Well, I just had my second test today. So in 21 days, you have a second. Well, I guess you call it the second test. Once you're in hotel quarantine, you'll have a test on day 12. Mm -hmm and then another one on day 19, so today. So what happens is the hotel calls you and says the government testing team is here, they'll be coming up to your room, prepare a mask and your Hong Kong ID. And then they come up dressed in PPE, ring the bell, you open the door, and they have this thing I can only describe as a suction, vacuum cleaner kind of thing yeah. so it's a machine with a long tube and at the end of the tube is you know what looks like the end of a hairdryer yeah. and then they have a trolley with all their testing kits on it so you show your hong kong id they there's two people so one of them reads the number the other buddy the other person checks that you're the right person and then you have to bring your chair to the open door and sit there you know holding the door open and a, and a garbage bin while wearing a mask and then you take off your mask they turn on the machine and it 
is a suction machine. Yeah. So I guess if you talk or sneeze or cough, it suctions your air. Droplets. Your, yeah, your droplets, your exhaled air into the machine. And then they do the nasal swab, left and right nostril, and a separate throat swab. Yeah. And all that rubbish that's generated from opening the swab packets and the, the gloves that the person is wearing, they throw into your rubbish bin, which is right there. Okay. And it's very quick. It really takes like, a minute or two. That's yeah. it. Uh, and then you don't get, you only get the results if you're positive. So they basically tell you no news is good news. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is day 19. And then that's it after that after day 21 well midnight on day 21 you can check out but the checkout unlike last time which they just said you got a text message saying congratulations after midnight you can cut your wristband off and you can leave your quarantine place now you have to inform the hotel staff what time you're going to leave and they have to accompany you from your room out of the hotel oh. and I, I suppose that's for cross-contamination yeah, they don't want you to walk into incoming people who yeah. are undergoing quarantine yeah. or share oh, the yeah. same lift um yeah okay. so it's yeah it's a different process this time uh, what well, how did you feel when you saw people finally um I, not that excited yeah, oh, <laughs> because, because the last time you were really excited to see the yes, people last, yeah. last time they were i guess i last time was a seemed like a long time ago yeah. for one and uh they were also much more chatty whereas uh. this this pair were quite business-like and i also wasn't really in the mood for chatting with them because i was doing some work so yeah. they you know were sort of interrupting me interrupting my flow so. <laughs> I just wanted to get it over with as quickly as possible. And and plus, I just heard that, you know, the club sandwich was going to cost me $198. So I wasn't very happy about you, that. You were angry. Well, we've got two minutes before the news. Finally, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people in quarantine will probably watch this video later. What sorts of things do you want them to know? And, and what sorts of things do you want people to, you know, hang in there in the last few days? You know, or, yeah, I, th I think if you're going to do a three-week hotel quarantine, you really just have to move in, move into your room, uh, prepare or get people, you know, if, it's, if you're in a hotel that allows people to drop things off for you, get them to drop off anything and everything you need to be comfortable, no matter how trivial it may seem. You know, I, I have everything from the drum kit to scented candles to bath salts to my own crockery and cutlery and my own placemats, just because that's how I want to live every day. And I just felt like, okay, I'm going to have a lot of stuff to take home afterwards, but it's one short journey to get home. And I'd rather have everything I want uh, and everything I need with me rather than say, oh, it's only three weeks, I can do without it. So that's one thing that I would definitely do. I think the other thing is don't beat yourself up if you're having a bad day and you're not getting anything done and you feel like a slug because that's going to happen. Uh, and you, you never know when it's going to happen. You might have a great day and halfway through suddenly you lose your motivation or something happens and you just are not in the mood to, to even talk to anybody or do anything. So just sort of expect that. And of course, reach out to people because everyone has been 
so kind and so thoughtful about you know reaching out to me saying things like oh if you need anything or want anything let me know and of course you feel a bit shy you know calling up someone saying can you bring me a, a matcha latte but I did that with a girlfriend last weekend she did she brought me a matcha latte and it was really nice and you feel a bit indulgent and I asked another girlfriend uh, can you bring me some fresh flowers and she did and it just makes you feel a bit better and connected and I found most of my friends are really happy to to do that because part you know some of them have been through it themselves, but even those who haven't, they people can empathize and know that it's tough. Yeah. Oh, Karen. Well, you're uh, almost there. Are you going to leave straight after midnight? Are you going to have one more night then? So no, of- I'm leaving straight after midnight. <laughs> there's no way I'm spending any extra time here that I have to. <laughs> Right. Well, Karen, best of luck when you leave on Thursday then. Thank you so much for your time today and we'll chat to you when you're out. Kung Hei Fat Thank you, Karen.